because we're in intercession, we're going to just move forward, not disperse right away. We'll do that at the end. I want to give you a neat, neat little uh, update. Next, on you can be seated. Tuesday is the 31st, which is known in circles as Halloween, but we like to call it Reformation Day because it was the time Martin Luther nailed the 99th thesis on the on the church door that began the ref what known to be as the Reformation, salvation through faith, returning to the Word of God, moving out of the other things that had been attached to and things that were lost being regathered. So the youth group, fifth graders to 12th graders, are going to have a youth reformation party from 6 to 8 p.m. Yeah. And that will be in the youth sanctuary, which is over there, other side of that wall in the corner, as well as the channel, community, Camarillo Healing Rooms is doing a night of worship. So it'd be a great family night for everybody to come and be a part of that. Um, and that's all I wanted to say on announcements. Praise Jesus. So I really, really, really am so grateful to be in this house with you. I feel that we're like a special company because of Holy Spirit's calling and because of our giving ourselves for intercession and, and partaking and practicing learning. We're going to learn biblical connections that I don't know that we always get to have the opportunity to in a Sunday service or just in any, any time where the focus is equipping or giving it instead of the doing. So I'd like to share five little things that you can do as an intercessor in a house of prayer during a corporate prayer. And you're not the one on the microphone or in, inside the passion of the prayer that's being prayed. There are times that we get swept into something very easy. But did you know whenever someone prays, I try to make it my purposeful intent to come into agreement. Even if they're coming at it in a different direction than I might, the, the agreement is the, is the place of power. And that's why there's always an amen at the end of a worship session in heaven. Once the heaven gets to a specific place of accomplishment, then comes the amen. Amen is a point, so be it, a point of agreement. So uh, the opposite of agreement is uh, criticism, kind of questioning. I wonder where that's, they're coming from. I'm not sure if that's really right. I don't know if I really pray that way. And without knowing it, we can disengage our agreement and our faith and soon dis dis disconnect. But when we agree with one another, we begin to pray the same prayer or we have the same voice. But we have a multiplicity of sound like an orchestra. So we all have different instruments and, and even different emphasis. But the, if the point is, is the place of humility to come into a point of agreement and, and accepting what others are praying and saying and finding Jesus in what they're saying and, and paying attention. So that's one thing, and, I, and it's, it's an active, it's active, meaning that you, you, I'm always keep myself in attention, and I stay engaged. This is not, it's, it, it's to watch and pray was a, a, a idea that Jesus taught many times. Another part that I remember, which is so powerful, is I abide in Jesus while I'm in prayer, because prayer works in abiding, so I'm I'm conscious not only of the prayer that's being prayed and agreeing with the one who's praying, but I'm saying in agreement with the one from whom all things come and for whom all things are and through whom this Jesus. 
because you said if I abide in him and his words abide in me, I can ask anything I desire and it'll be done for me. So I'm, I'm conscious that I'm with the Lord. And that's, that may sound like, how do you do that? Well, you just, just, keep, just keep returning your, your thoughts and your heart to the fact that we're not alone, that we are in, being led by someone far greater and far more authority and under someone's authority and under someone's prayer. So I'm, 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 I'm abiding. I felt so, so strong today during my little watch and prayer that, that at one time I felt like he was praying to me, through me, without me saying a word. It was just like we were, I was just listening to his prayer going forth, and it was being heard in others, and it was being heard in my heart. The other third thing is the Word of God, because without the Word of God, I, I, get, I get distracted. And the one thing I've learned more than anything is God isn't interested in my opinions, and he's not here to answer my soul prayers. But he is interested in his word, and he committed to complete his word. Did you know that John, the beloved, in, Ephesians, in John, 1 John 5, declares the Trinity in a, in a fashion that we're not used to hearing? He says, in heaven, there is the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, and these three are one. So the Word made flesh, who now is known as the Word, is totally a part of the Word. So I'm always looking to listen for the Word and to be drawn back into the Word and to hold the Word and not, not, um, not just uh, get caught up in a, uh, an emotional prayer that may be my passion or someone else's. I try to go, well, Lord, just keep keeping your Word and I'm staying in agreement. So that leads me to the fourth thing, which you may start to discover is intercession often continues after the corporate meeting and becomes assignments where we come into identification for the Lord with something to which he's longing to do that he wants to, um, us to stay in agreement with. So then, for instance, I'll show the most recent one I walked through. Uh, this coming up with a new speaker for the house became a burden, a charge to the Lord for me because I, I felt him wanting us, for me to pray and to agree that we needed humility in the house of the representatives and all house of all of the government, humility, so that it wasn't something that continued to be right fighting right, might fighting might, but humility. And, and I watched and, and my heart would break over the, the, the way in which things were kept going and, and the way everybody was accusing everybody else, both sides of the aisle, everywhere. And um, this morning I was really praying, again asking the Lord for grace. And the word clothed with humility came. And so when uh, we received our new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, was elected, I, I really felt in my heart that, Lord, I would clothe him with humility now and clothe all our representatives with humility. See, the beauty of intercession under the banner of Jesus Christ inside the kingdom of God, it knows no party. It, it is not for the Democrats or for the Republicans. It, Joshua found that out. When it came time to take down Jericho, he asked the, the Lord, who are you for, our S or our enemies? He said, I'm not for either of you. I'm here for the Lord's army to accomplish God's purpose. And, 
So that's, that's a really powerful uh, a, a way of allowing. And when you, you see, the, when we carry people as not an enemy, but as just someone that God wants us to pray them forward into their future, but we're not telling them, we're not telling God what the future is. We're letting God's word say what the future will be, and others will come into agreement as they yield, and God knows how to bring people there. It becomes, you, you, you get a place in your heart for people, and all of a sudden you're loving everyone. I think that's the way we begin to love our enemies, or we begin to uh, pray for those who are spitefully using us, or we bless those who are cursing us. It's not that we start from scratch. It's, it's kind of the, the passion that Paul said in Philippians. He said, I know that what God has began, he will finish it in you. And then he tells us the secret. He goes, that's just it because it's right for me to think this way. Because I have you in my heart. So allowing people and God's purpose to come into our heart, to carry it, is, is something that begins all the time and can carry forward and out of our time. Because we're, we're not here to impress ourselves or try to feel better about something. We're here to see results, to answer prayer. That's how our Father is going to be glorified in this coming season, is that we'll bear much fruit. And fruit is answered prayer. So really want to ask us to pray. And today, uh, Peter prayed a prayer of the body of Christ, the government of God, uh, the United States of America, Israel, the people we're carrying prayer for, would accept and receive the humility of Jesus Christ that he's bringing to the body of Christ, for he is the one. So I'm going to ask Richard, I mean, yeah, Peter, if you'd come up and lead that prayer, and then Delin and Karen will come and start carrying us. So is that okay? Stay engaged. Pray with your heart. Keep Jesus present. Agree with what's being prayed. Follow the word and let it just go. Go ahead. Well, I, just to bring that in context, and um, Pastor, you talking about humility. Is on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what I saw at the beginning of the So what I saw at the beginning of the 12 o'clock meeting prayer today, and also I pondered all through the, the next shift, the 2 o'clock shift of prayer, was, um, and it falls right in line with Pastor Steve praying for the humility of the house, is I saw a crystal canopy over the whole earth and the crystal was like what we see in the book of Revelation chapter 22 that crystal water the river of life and it was over the whole earth and I began to ponder the interpretation because sometimes you you don't you get the vision but you don't get the interpretation and the Lord was showing me that he was giving sending this it's first there's a major shift and I'm, I'm i'm sensing the anointing here right now that there was in the prayer today i release it 
God is make, doing a major shift in a strategy that he has right now. And he wants us to be part of it. Because he doesn't always do things sovereignly. He does it through his church too. And that is he's releasing a grace. The Lord showed me grace that is necessary for the humility. And I was sharing Ephesians tells us that no one hates his flesh, but he nourishes and cherishes it. Humility is not something that's natural to us, but God is releasing a grace so that we would be able to humble ourselves. And that goes with the House of Representatives that you were talking about, Pastor Steve. And with that grace, we'll have the power to recognize the authority of the Lordship of Christ because on the top of that canopy, Jesus was sitting on his throne with the rod of iron in his hand. And he's saying, I am now going to move since the world has been so politically oriented recently. Well, not just recently, for a long time, looking for answers from governments and leaders. Jesus said, I'm going to now assert heavenly government on the earth. And for the United States, which has, because the wickedness of man's heart was, was recognized by the founding fathers, they said we have the executive branch, the judicial branch, and, and the uh, congressional branch to check one another so that no one's ambitions would be too great. The other ambitions of the other two groups would check the ambitions of the others because man is basically sinful. Jeremiah tells us the heart is deep and desperately wicked above all things, and who can understand it? And so God said, I am now, because men have looked for government solutions, I am going to move with my heavenly government. And instead of the judicial, congressional, and executive branch, I'm going to move with the Father, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God will design it like he did in creation in Genesis 1. He will design it. Jesus, the Word, in chapter 1 of John, will speak it, including through us, and the Holy Spirit will execute it. Those are his three forms of government that he's going to bring on the earth. To supersede the Knesset in Israel and their form of government and every other form of government in the world, God's government is going to be set in the world. That's a new move of God's Spirit. Now, for us to accept the Lord, that's the Lordship of Christ that we're singing about today. For you are great and greatly to be praised. And we sang today at the two o'clock session. Tis so great to trust in Jesus, and now I hear it again tonight. Trusting in Him. The middle verse in the Bible, the exact middle verse, if you put the Bible and opened it up and tried to find the exact center verse, is Psalm 118, verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than put your confidence in man and I would say in man's government. 
God says the Lordship of Christ is what he's going to put over the earth now. But the grace is necessary, that canopy of grace, so that we will be humbled to accept his Lordship. Because no one wants to be told what to do. <laughs> we resist that. And the Lordship of Christ comes when there's a humble heart. That's when we can recognize His Lordship and God says, I am going to release grace to the whole world. And that includes everyone, including the terrorist groups, the Hamas, the Hezbollah. God is going to humble the Senate, the House. He's going to humble governments and leaders and all people groups so that we can receive this government of His, the Lordship of Christ. And this is a new powerful move that I think the Lord is bringing right now. It's like he's turned the knob and he's saying, this is my new move that I'm going to do. This is the shift that I'm going to make right now, starting now. And so, Lord, if we could all stand, please, for this out of just a, a sign of, Lord, I give myself to this. And Lord, I release the grace for humility. Grace is not just unmerited favor. It's got many other facets like a diamond. Grace is also the power to change and the desire to change. The power to change and the desire to change. Some people have the desire, but they don't have the power. Some people have the power, but they don't have the desire. Some people have the desire and no power. God is releasing both to us. The desire for his lordship. The desire and the power to submit to his lordship. The desire for it and the power to submit to it. I release that in Jesus' name. I release your grace for the church where we resisted your lordship in many ways and replaced it with religion and rules and regulations. Lord, we release the grace to be transformed out of religion into the renewing of our minds. It's by grace. We can humble ourselves tonight, Lord. It's by grace that you can humble this nation. It's by grace that Israel will not look to the IDF the, for its deliverance, the Israeli Defense Forces. It will say, we will call upon the name of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And for the Christian church, we will call upon our God, too, who brought forth from the God of Abraham comes Jesus Christ. And the grace of God is released. And many eyes will see. And many eyes will be opened. And the Lordship of Jesus Christ will be established. His government will be established on the earth. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. 
Lord, we thank you. We submit to the humility. Start with us. Then move through our state of California. Move through this nation. Humility, O oh Lord. Grace for humility. The power to be humble. The desire to be humble. And then move from sea to sea. To Israel. To all the nations of the world. To Russia. To North Korea. To China. To Iran. Humble us, O oh God. Keep our humble hearts, Lord. Soften them. Soften them, Lord. And release thy grace. Release your grace, Lord. Let it flow. Let it flow like a river to the ends of the earth. We ask this in Jesus' name. pray literally can all the time like for years in wisdom so okay um karen why don't you oh i just thank you for that awesome word father thank you we put on the ultimate humility jesus christ put on christ thank you father Thank you for the beauty of humility in Jesus. Oh, Father. Lord, we just thank you for who we are in you. And we thank you for the word that lives before your throne. It just lives and radiates and brings such beautiful life. We thank you for life, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Daddy, we just uh, come in agreement with heaven tonight, Father. We pray your perfect will be done here tonight, Lord. Lord, we take our place seated far above all principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness in the name of Jesus. And we decree and declare that the spirit of truth would rule and reign, that life would take place here, that life would go forth in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we say have your will and your way tonight as we submit and yield to you what it is that you want to do. Lord, we ask for your heart, Father, that your heart would be heard tonight, Lord, that we would submit fully and completely to you and what it is that you want to do on earth as it is in heaven in the beautiful, mighty, precious name of Jesus. So we put on our helmet of salvation, our breastplate of righteousness. We gird our waist with truth. We shod our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we take up the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked one and the sword of the spirit, the word of God. And I thank you, Father God, for covering us with your blood as we have come together this night as one man 
before you, Lord. So, Father, we are asking you in Jesus' name that you protect our households from retaliation. In Jesus' name, we bless you for being our shield and the lifter of our head. In Jesus' name. And, Father, I just pray that you forgive every one of us right now, me especially, Lord, for formulating an opinion or getting into arguments, which, um, Lord, and... Um, thinking, uh, th not, not just not agreeing with what people think or say about certain things, Father, happening in the earth. And so, Lord, I just lay down my opinions right now, which literally is the meaning of vain imaginations. I cast down my own vain imaginations in Jesus' name. And I take every single thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. And I ask you, Father God, to cause every one of us Lord God, this is our warfare, Father, and you're mighty in pulling down strongholds, opinions and indoctrinations that have calcified in our minds and have created barriers that we have not been able to hear or to see or to understand or perceive. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, right now. You pray. Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Elisha, Elisha means the supplication of God. Elisha. And, and, so, and, and so we just open up, we open up this realm, this vision realm that Susan is going to pray for us later as we pray over this house. That you bring your prophetic word, Lord that we move into prophetic intercession, that we see what you want, that we hear what you want, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, like you gave Elisha, and, it and, and Lord, that whole double portion thing, Lord, this generation, Lord. Thank you, Father, for our forefathers. Thank you, Lord, for what you did through them, Father, that you gave them courage, Father. We bless you for the foundations of this nation, Lord. And we thank you, Father. So, Lord, I pray for a, an increase. I pray for a double portion for us, Lord God, as you loose your anointing upon us, Lord, to intercede, to make supplication. And I just speak to Jubilee to awaken to a spirit of supplication. Awaken and let a spirit of supplication come upon you that you feel the heart of your Father, that you feel the heart of Jesus Christ, that you feel Holy Spirit. May it come upon you. We can walk as Elisha's. I know that sounds very audacious, but we're sons of God. And so we put off false humility right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Okay. Um, the Lord is building on, um, so he gave Karen, Psalm 28, but Karen, Psalm 48, okay, and Karen would like D to read it. Psalm 48, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in his holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north. 
the city of the great king. God is in her palaces. He is known as her refuge. For behold, the kings assembled. They passed by together. They saw it, and so they marveled. So they were troubled. They were hastened away. Fear took hold of them, and pain as of a woman in travail, as when you break the ships of Tarshish with an east wind. As we have heard, so we have seen. In the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, God will establish it forever. We have thought, O oh God, on your loving kindness in the midst of your temple. According to your name, O oh God, so is your praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgments. Walk about Zion and go all around her. Count her towers, mark well her bulwarks. Consider her palaces that you may tell it to the generations following. For this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. Praise God. So last week, the Lord was sharing about the mountain, that the mountain of the house of the, of the Lord is in the top of the mountains. And he is saying, come up here, and he's offering to Jubilee, and this probably should have been at the end, but I'm just going to do it now. He's offering to us to come up into his holy hill. It says that this mountain is beautiful, that the sides of the north, this is the place Satan wants. This is the place Lucifer said he desired to go and, and be a part of the congregation in the, of, the, of the sides of the mountain of the north. And this is a place that I've been in, in visions for weeks. And the Lord is saying, come here to this. He's literally, and it's a scary place. It's not, it's not, but, but it'll shift our perspective. It is a holy mountain. Holy Spirit is there. Yes. Holy Spirit is in this place. And he is going to show us and help us. And he is, and, he, and it even says, please, when you come up here, because our perspective is not as a, as a little person on the earth. Our perspective is from above. Our perspective is from above. So there's no fear. Yes. There's no fear of man, but there is fear of God. This holy mountain, this mountain of holiness is an awesome place. I'm just baby learning and I haven't learned it, but he's out asking all of us to come now. He's making, he's making a corporate invitation to Jubilee. And so this is gonna, we, we, I just, Father, I'm asking you, Lord, I'm asking you, Lord God, to bring us. Please bring us. We don't know how to come up here. We don't know how to do it. We can't make ourselves do it, Lord. And so we are asking you, Holy Spirit, to please do it. Please bypass the, our carnal knowledge. Bypass our carnal understanding, Lord, and give us perspective from above. We're asking you to do this for us, Father, because we are saying yes. We are saying yes to you. Yes, we will come. We're not going to just trust one guy to go up there and tell us what it's all about and how great it is, Lord. We purpose in our hearts, Lord. Jubilee purposes in our hearts, Lord, to come up here and to know you from this place and to mark everything we see so that we can tell our generations how to enter into the Spirit of the Lord and pray from that place, intercede from that place. 
which is totally counterintuitive to the way we pray on earth. So we put off the ways of this world that would say eye for eye, a ministry of revenge. We reject that. The devil wants to bring a harvest right now. He wants to bring an unclean harvest. So in Jesus' name, let's just pray about the war. And anybody who, would, who wants to pray about the war, please come up. Because the world is burning. And I went on there, started going on the radio two years ago. And, it was, and it, every week for two years has been about war. War that's coming, war that's coming, war that's coming. So in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we put off our own mindset right now in Jesus' name. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are asking for your covering on this earth. This covering of your salvation on this earth, your canopy on this earth. Lord, in Jesus' name, that you would shift mindsets throughout the earth, Lord. Lord, over all the nations, Father. Lord, all the Chinese um, Christians that are in prayer right now. All the Iranian Christians that are in prayer right now, Lord. All of the Israeli Christians that are in prayer, the Messianic Jews that are in prayer, Lord. All of the Palestinian Christians that are in prayer. We join ourselves with our brothers and our sisters, and we hear you. And we stand with you right now for the salvation in the earth realm. In Jesus' mighty name, that the earth receive her king. And we cancel and nullify the violence among men. We cancel and nullify engineered wars. We cancel and nullify manipulated wars and bloodlust. We cancel it off the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. We reject it in Jesus' name. And the enemy will not have his harvest. The enemy, you will not have your harvest. You will not have your harvest. We call on the harvest of the Lord to come forth. And souls of souls and sons to be birthed in the earth. In Jesus' name. That, and, and I just put a mandate on all of us as the Lord has done for the shipwrecks and the puas that we come forth as glitter and glisten. And when the Pharaoh said, do not save any boy, that they did not comply. They brought forth sons of God. We reject any mindset right now in Jesus' name that we are nothing, that we are below, that we are beneath that we are less than false humility in Jesus name father I so that in so that when this thing comes against our minds because it's going to come against our minds this violent spirit of war that has been loosed is going to come try to come against our minds and we are going to be so filled with the knowledge of Jesus Christ in us our hope of glory is going to be become alive and we're going to reject it, not for warfare, not to get in fights and arguments, but to just say no, no, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Yes. Do you want to pray yes. into uh, war? Let me just, uh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Jesus Christ is the... King of kings and the Lord of lords. And so, Father, we just ask for strategy, Father, 
for our government, for the people in powers, Father, that we ask for your strategy, Father, to shut down the plot and plan of darkness that would try to bring war or that would instigate war in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we're asking that you would just shut it down, Father, in the name yes, of Jesus. Lord, the Prince of Peace, the Thank Prince you, of Peace. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. Amen. So, Father, we're asking that you would just do that on our behalf, Father, in the name of Jesus and on Israel's behalf, Father, and on Palestine's behalf, Father. And on Russia's behalf, Father, in the yes. world's behalf, China's behalf, Father, we are asking for salvation to the uttermost, Father, that you would get the, the people in legislation saved, Father God. We claim their souls for the day of salvation. Father, you say nobody could come to the Father, at least you draw them, draw them unto yourself. Give them a dream, give them a vision, Father. Change their heart. You can turn a king's heart whichsoever which way you will. Turn the hearts towards you, Father. Turn their hearts to you, Lord yes, Jesus. Lord. Father, that they yes, would say, Lord. what? And have an opinion, like, what am I doing? No, no, and resist the urge to go to war in the name of Jesus. Yes. And Father, you're perfect. We just speak Kara's timing, Father. We're asking, Father, for a harvest of souls, Father. We're asking, Father for a harvest of souls, for the young men and women. We just take authority over all confusion and every hindering spirit that would try to keep them from coming into the full knowledge of the Son, Jesus Christ. We bind all confusion. We bind all chaos. We bind all depression and all anger and rage in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we're asking for peace to be restored. Calm. We speak unity. We speak yes, love over the situation in the name of Jesus. Yes, that you would prevail for love's sake, Father. For love's you, sake, Father. Lord Jesus. Yes, I agree. Yes, Lord Jesus, for love's sake. Colossians chapter 2. For I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those in Laodicea. And for as many have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now this I say, lest anyone should be deceived with persuasive words. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition Amen. of men, according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. I just want to pause there and just thank you, Lord Jesus. I just want to agree, Lord God, with what Delin was praying, Lord God, that this spirit that tries to push us down into this small position of grasshopperness, Lord God, that's not our position, Lord Jesus. And I thank you so much that you're showing us, Lord God, as you sweep over us with this spirit of grace, Lord God, to give us the appropriate humility, not, yes. Father God, false humility, but the appropriate humility, Father God, that leads us, Lord God, into the place 
Father God, of recognizing your sovereignty and recognizing your lordship and recognizing your authority, that from that position, Lord God, we open up our eyes and we see, Lord God, what you have done and what you are doing and how you are using us. And we are saying yes and opening up ourselves and availing ourselves from the position of humility. Because, Lord God, you said, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power because in him Jesus dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily so it says in the 11th verse chapter 2 Colossians in him you were also circumcised with circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ buried with him in baptism in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead and you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Okay. I want to stop right there for just one second, if you don't mind. Okay, this is a key verse. Our Father has already, the Lord Jesus Christ has already spoiled the enemy. He has already, he, what does it say here? He says, and having spoiled, because King James says, don't be spoiled. Um, in, uh, okay, he uses the word spoiled there. Like, Okay, and he says, he says that, that Already the handwriting requirements has been written against us. And then he says, having spoiled principalities and powers, he's already made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. And that word right there, he's already spoiled principalities, means that, that, we've, that we've renounced it and we've shaken it off. We've put it off. It's deliverance. It is deliverance. And Father's already done this through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ already did this. So what enemy is going to stand up right now when our Jesus has already made a show of every demon in hell? He's already done that. And so we cancel your voice, Satan, in the name of Jesus. We reject you. We renounce you. We renounce your words. We renounce your thoughts. We renounce Every, like Pastor Steve said today, that warfare is of words, the words of Goliath. We reject you and your words. We cancel agreement with your words. And for any of us who have ever made agreement with the, what the word of darkness has ever spoken into us, we uproot it out of our very being. We shake it off and we put it off of us and we renounce it. We renounce ever believing the devil. We renounce it in Jesus' name. We renounce it for Israel. We renounce it for Iran and Palestine. We renounce it for the United States of America. We uproot the voice of darkness out. We uproot the voice of darkness. We uproot his words in Jesus' name. I agree. And I just thank want to you, thank you, Lord Jesus, because uh, 
even as Dylan prayed. <laughs> That's what I've been battling with as Papa's bringing me into this place of just delightful agreement and intercession. I am having so much fun. I just want to thank you, Daddy. I just want to thank you so much for showing me what your heart is and how you want us to pray and how you want us to stand in agreement with heaven above here on earth. And I just was saying, God, but I'm just like a little David. I've only just barely beat a bear. I've only just beat a lion. And then he said, oh, but you know, just like Dylan was saying, who it is it? Who is this Goliath that would come against the army of the living God? And that is how we intercede from that position, from that position of authority to know that the king of all kings has created, he has conquered every foe and every enemy. And so we stand as ambassadors, we stand as Davids before the king of kings and say, who would defy, who would defy the army of the living Amen. God? Who would defy the army of the living God? And we say, Goliath, you will fall. Goliath, you will fall over Israel. Goliath, you will fall over United States of America. Goliath, you will fall over California. Goliath, you will fall over this state. You will fall over this city. And anyone who comes against the families of the house of Jubilee and our children and our children's children, the armies of the living God shall be established forevermore because our king lives. Daniel 2.44. 2.44. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It, this kingdom, shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. This is the shift that's coming. God is setting this up right now. His government is being set up, the platforms, the scaffolding is being set up in the spirit room. Chapter seven of Daniel, verse 11. I watched then because of the sound of the pompous words which the horn was speaking, the demonic, pompous, prideful words he's talking about of the enemy. Verse 13, I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. And his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed like the other kingdoms. And so, Lord, we thank you that you are establishing and bringing, bringing the kingdoms of this world. The process is starting, guys, right now. The kingdoms of this world are becoming, will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. We release that in Jesus' name. <laughs> 
So Lord I just want to pray that I just want to pray something that that came in the watch today that um, Pastor Steve was uh, just just asked me to release over the uh, corporate prayer tonight. And but just before that, I just want to say <laughs> I'm just I just love this place. I just I just invite you just you know like Pastor Steve did at the beginning of the meeting those five steps. I mean I'm just beginning to rehearse them and it's just amazing and it's just. And, and, and like this, Lynn was saying, the Spirit of God is saying, come, just come, because there's so much He wants to release in us and through us. And, and this, this preparation of humility and the grace that's out there for it, it's so magnificent because it's the very thing that we long for without knowing that we can long for it because our, our, you know, our, we're groaning. Like it says, we're groaning you know, for the manifestation of this. All creation groans for the manifestation of the sons of God. And that's what we long for, and we don't even know how to say it and, and ask for it, but Papa's doing it by grace and then humility, and then we see the Lordship, we see the authority, and we agree, and then we do it again, and we do it again, and we come lower again, and then we get to see more, and it's just magnificent. So what happened, like when Pastor said, when you get into the flow and you're quiet and you hear a little bit of this and you hear a little bit of that, and you're like listening, it starts to just be unbelievable. Like... I'll just be like, wow, I just thought that. And she said it, and then she prayed it, you know, and it's even happened tonight. I hope it's happened for you tonight because Holy Spirit's hovering over, just ready to speak and open and drop it into your heart. And even if you don't have a mic, it's so glorious for you to stand in agreement and say, uh-huh, yes, Lord, amen, I agree. I agree. Everybody does have a mic. And it's so right there. what Pastor Steve uh, I wanted to share was we were praying today and there was a flow of the Holy Spirit today. And uh, I just saw a vision, and the vision that I saw was like some people out over in Israel, and they may be in trenches here in the United States, in the and, and in California, trenches of depression and anxiety or whatever it is. But I saw them in the trenches, and they were hobbling, and they were frightened, and they were defeated, and um, they were looking at their insignias, whether it was from military insignia or whether um, insignias of their lives. I don't know if you're a scout or if you're, you know, in some sort of um, sorority or everything, there's all these insignias that give an idea of a covenant, a contract of agreement, of a position, of a place of, you know, rescue or stance or, or strength. And what I saw was the Spirit of God come and just bring the blood of Jesus over every covenant and agreement that those insignias represent and the blood of Jesus just wiped out every single one of those covenants every single one of those contracts that represent a sense of strength and arm that was not stand and it just the ink just began to fade away as the blood of Jesus just covered it all and that's because Jesus Christ's blood is the ratification of the covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ that was sealed at the cross of Calvary over 2,000 years ago and it is fully ratified and ratified means it is completely sealed and done it is completely sealed and done it's a contract and covenant that can't be undone and no other contract or covenant can stand in it so Lord we thank you we thank you Lord Jesus we do we agree and we thank you that every other unholy contract covenant agreement Amen. or anything will not stand over the Jesus covenant name. of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood it is covering Israel it is covering the United States it is covering our state it is covering this city it is covering Jubilee and Lord we lift up the covenant we lift up Jesus we thank you for your blood Jesus we thank you 
recompense and restitution, justification and sanctification, full work. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name. And I, I'll go a step further. I have a feeling, I believe that that vision God gave you has to do also with secret societies and yes. oaths and yes. ritualistic oaths. Uh -huh. yes. And and I, so if we dare to believe, the Lord is speaking yeah. that he's breaking. Yeah. He's breaking unclean covenants, which yes, are dictating Lord. much of yes, what we see. Yes, Much yes. of what we see. God has his own government for the earth. I just received that word of the Lord through Peter. I receive that word of the Lord through yes, D. Lord. Yes. In Jesus' name. That's a humongous word. It's a huge yes, word. That is. Okay. I wanted to pray for hostages, but I want Susan. So maybe does any will anybody, not Peter and not Susan, but will somebody, because you're getting ready to pray, Susan. Can somebody please pray for the hostages? Come, Come on. pray. you father god and we stand in the gap for every hostage father and it's not yes, just the Lord. ones that were taken captive but it's their families god and yes, i say in the name of jesus fear go i ask god that you would surround these hostages father god and that you would pour out your spirit lord in the midst of these terrorists father god and i ask father god for the very men that took these men women and children god that they would confess that jesus christ is lord i ask god for the spirit of fullness to rise up in the midst father god and i ask god that out of the mouths of babes god that something would be released father god that yes. in those trenches father where they feel unseen unheard lost afraid scared hungry whatever it is father you have not forsaken them you have not abandoned Amen. them for you are the yes. lord their god yes. and israel we stand with you the lord Amen. your god is king 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 of the earth and he is yes. coming again so i say allow the birthing pains because Jesus is coming back and I thank you Father yes. for your blood that was shed Father yes, God it yes. was shed for all yes. there's not one person that is too far gone and I thank you Lord Jesus for the tremors that are being sent right now Lord God I thank you for the fear of the Lord being released right yes. now yes. And, oh my gosh Lord let them go in Jesus name in the name of Jesus and Father just like Peter experienced in the middle of the night the angel came and kicked him on his foot and he, he said get up get up and the chains fell and the door opened and he went out father we are asking for that same miracle working god yes, to perform great and mighty signs and wonders in israel yes. great and si jesus. mighty signs in pakistan uh palestine and yes. for the palestinians in the name yes, of jesus Lord. in gaza father yes. any hostages that are being hidden that they would yes. be exposed and they would be released father yes, we're praying Lord. for a super on the natural father yes. that they would say oh my gosh nobody but god did this for me god did this for me so Amen. father we're asking for restoration for the Thank families to receive their yes. loved ones back to them in the name of jesus father that you would do it supernaturally move yes, on hearts Lord. and minds father whether they sleep or close their eyes father do it however you want to do it but we're asking Thank that you Lord. would do it in jesus mighty precious Yes, you are able. Okay, so Susan had a vision. We're going to pray for Jubilee right now. Susan had a vision in the prayer room, and she's going to share that and pray. And um, and go ahead, you do it, and then I'll say like two things, and then we're going to close. 
While we are praying, I saw a fountain in the middle of the prayer room, just bursting, bursting, bursting. And then I'm just asking the Lord, continue asking while I'm sitting down here. What is that, Lord? What is that? And then I saw in each one of us, there is fountain. In each, in the middle of us, there is fountain that, that is bursting like that. And the Lord is saying, it started in the prayer, in the center of prayer. And you need to receive that fountain inside you because it's the fountain of healing. Yeah. It's the fountain of life. It's the fountain that you're looking for. And I, I want to read this verse. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. It's in Psalms 36 verse 7. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your flesh, pleasure. For with you is the fountain of life. And in your light, we see light. And I just want to declare his name. Yeshua Adonai. Yeshua Adonai. Yeshua Adonai. Yeshua Adonai. Yes, Lord. Yeshua Adonai. Yeshua Adonai. Jubilee. We pray for Jubilee. 
I'm sorry, did you want to say something else? Yes. Did you want to say something? Okay, I heard you. I don't know why. Lord, I thank you for Jubilee. Yes. Father, we just bless every single person of this house. Yes, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we call on you that you would come and heal us, Lord. Heal us of our afflictions. Deliver yes, us from Lord. our enemies, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes. We receive this fountain. Yes. We receive this fountain. And this fountain, it takes yeah. making amends to be for this this waste place to be healed. Yeah. Fountain means an eye. Yeah. It has to do with our vision and our perspective. Yeah. And how we perceive things. How we see things. We don't always see things the way we're meant to see them. That's right. We have to see, we have to have our vision sanctified and consecrated. Yeah. And this vision, this brings forth the life because we're believing the Lord. And it has to, and it is healed through making amends. And there's a whole teaching there. It's in the Bible and I shared it before, but, and I just want to say when I went and I visited my father after 30 years, and the Lord just reminded me of this tonight. That's why I'm going to throw this in here real quick. I went visiting my father after 30 years, and I spoke to him, and I embraced him, and he embraced me. And I left, and I'm a little baby, a little baby um, prepper, meaning I really don't prep. But I, got, I try, I want to, I try. So um, I've been, I've been, I want to buy silver, so I've been buying silver coins. And my father gave me pounds of silver. He gave me so in 99.9% silver when I went to my dad and I made amends with my dad and he made amends with me it took both of us he made amends with me and then I left carrying this big giant box that was so heavy with silver and I've been bugging Angie I gotta buy silver I gotta buy silver I gotta buy silver and the Lord just gave me that through my father through reconciliation that is how the fountain flows it's how the fountain flows we come in agreement so not that i did anything right i was scared to death and it took me 30 years so this is nothing that i did anything great but so father i just speak the ministry of reconciliation yes, over jubilee yes father we call in our prodigals yes. lord every single relationship that is estranged with children yes. father with our kids that are going their own way father Lord, we just send our love right now to cover yes. them. Yeah. Lord, we send our compassion toward yes. them right now, Lord God, in yes. our belief and our faith, Father, in your word, Lord God, to heal. Yes. And Father, where we have walked by sight, Lord, and not by faith, Father, we ask you to forgive us of our sins and that we choose and we purpose in ourselves to walk by faith and not by sight, that we walk by the unseen realm. That it doesn't, doesn't matter what we see with our natural eyes because our inner fountain sees the word of the Lord and believes and comes in agreement and it is a river of springs of living waters bursting forth from us. So, Father, I thank you, Father, for prodigals coming home. Yes, Lord, especially in this season, we call you home, prodigals. In the name of Jesus, from the north, the south, the east, and the west, you come home. Come home. Come home. Come home to your first love, Jesus Christ. Come home to your first love, Jesus Christ. We uproot, cancel, and nullify us. Violence out of you. Yes, around our children in the name of Jesus and every prodigal and every wayward son or daughter or grandchild in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare 
for the enemy to cuss it up, release some and let them go. In the name of Jesus, you have no power. You have no authority over our children. We call them back in the name of Jesus. You must release them. You must let them go in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. We thank you for your word that our children are taught of you, Lord. And so we call them back. We call them back. And Father, we ask that you leave the 99 and go back for those ones, those ones that are lost. Father, bring them back, Father. We'll take them anyway. We can get them in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and that our children will fulfill their destiny. They will fulfill their purpose in the earth's realm and they will be leaders, not followers of this world, but they will be leaders of your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. I agree. I want to mention, uh, say really quick, um, when Susan was up here praying and I felt, um, suddenly I felt the Lord show me a pile of ashes and then he said, I will bring beauty out of it. And I, I saw uh, as um, the, the, the video of what happened in Israel and all the burned up things. And I, I saw that picture, but I also have understanding that it also means the ashes in our heart, in our, in our um, each of every of our life, um, where what you see as ashes right now, the Lord said that out of that place, I will do a new thing. I will do a new Praise thing. Lord. Yes, Lord. And Lord, we thank you. We yes, thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just thank you for coming. Thank you for in, in, um, engaging. It's the engagement. Engaging with each other and with the Lord and purposing to just be knit together. And, um, and if you joined us online, thank you for joining us online. And we love you and we bless you and we speak and proclaim and decree and declare the blessing of the Lord to be upon yes. this house and to be upon every single yes. one of us individually. In Jesus' name, yes. amen.